Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Welcome back. Okay, so the topic for discussion today is what have you changed your mind on related to training and fitness? So I've I've picked three and you've picked three. So why don't you start off with one of the things that you've changed your mind on related to fitness? Oh my gosh, what have I not changed my mind on? I feel like my entire view of fitness has completely evolved <laughs> since I started this journey I don't even know, 15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. like I've learned so much in that time. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, but the first one I will say is, um, that you actually need to fuel your workouts appropriately. Like I didn't realize that there was a connection between nutrition and fitness. I mean, I always knew that you could control like weight with nutrition, but I didn't understand that in order to build muscle or even just to look toned, that you actually need to eat a certain way that one, you need to eat enough food. I thought that was irrelevant. So here I was trying to eat as little as possible so I could stay lean. And yet I'm trying to look toned. So, and then in in order to look toned, like you need to be able to eat enough protein specifically. So eat enough and eat enough protein. And I was completely oblivious to this and trying to eat as little as possible to look toned and be lean. And it just, I never got the results that I was looking for until I finally learned those, those, those hidden tickets. And here I am. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's interesting to think about and like, we know to build muscle, It's going to take calories, it's going to take the protein that we need to build muscle to get that aesthetic, that look that we want, that those calories have to come from somewhere. (laughs) And if we're continually under eating and not feeding or fueling ourselves appropriately, it makes it really hard to attack the workout, really push the intensity, Mm -hmm. and then really to repair the muscles that you're tearing in the workout. Yeah. I don't even think I made that connection that you need calories in order to build muscle. So that there was just a complete disconnect there. And then, like you said, not only do you need the calories to actually build the muscle in your body in order for it to grow, you need those calories to fuel your workout. So you can actually push yourself at the gym in order to make gains. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's the, the gains are really what we're looking for because it is that (laughs) aesthetic we want. Um, but if you're not feeling yourself, it's really, it just, it also just makes the whole experience of working out a lot less enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know if I'm fueled up, I am, I'm ready to attack work. I'm feeling good about it, but I, if I'm dragging mm-hmm. ass before I even start, it's hard to be motivated if you're not motivated. fueling yourself properly. Yeah, <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I love that one. So my first one is the more, the better. So I remember, and I feel like this went on for years, I would do a class and I would stay after that class to do even more work. I'd be at the gym for two hours just working on stuff. It, even if I wasn't in a class. I, I feel like you spent three hours at the gym. It could have been three hours, yeah. <laughs> because I, I feel like I would start at 8 a.m. and come home at 11 a.m. On a, on a Saturday. And it wasn't that I was doing a long bike ride or a long run, which just takes a long time. 
it was lifting and I would talk to people and then we'd work on technique drills. And there's a certain moment where in and, and the phrase is junk volume, where almost two thirds, if not three fourths of the reps and sets that I were doing fell in the category of junk volume, where it's not effective. You're not going to see the muscle growth you're looking for because it comes back to the calories that you've ate that day are only going to be good for a certain amount of sets and reps. Mm -hmm. So these days I'm looking at what's the least I can do to still be effective. And I'm enjoying my workout so much more, even though I, I, I do like being in the gym, but now I'm effective. I'm in and out in an hour and I've seen the muscle growth that I want to see. I have the strength gains that I wanted to see and it's in and out in an hour, 12 to 15, maybe 18 sets a day. And that's it. Yeah. I've seen the muscle growth on you since you've cut back on the time that you've spent in the gym. Yeah. It's just, it's far more effective to work out with an intent and a certain amount of volume as opposed to just beating myself up day in and day out for these longer durations. Um, and it kind of goes into how important rest is in recovery in terms of the long-term goals in longevity and health and fitness and for that requirement of repairing the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So what's so your true. number two? Uh, my number two is I used to believe that you needed to constantly change up your workout routine in order to see progress or get results. And I could not have been more wrong. <laughs> so I was always looking for workout programs that would constantly, um, that constantly challenge me in the sense that it'd be something new. So I'd be learning something new all the time. And, but really what it was doing, it was always putting me back to square one. <laughs> And now I know that you actually want a workout routine that's pretty boring because that's how you're able to get stronger. You're able to progressively overload by adding more weights or just a rep here or there. And that's what helps you grow muscle. That's what helps break it down and help it get stronger. Whereas when you're constantly changing it up, you kind of are ending up at square one and you're not really building any one muscle to help build that shape that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we do this. And I, I come from the CrossFit background where the methodology with CrossFit is constantly varied functional movements. But what ends up happening is you're not really good at anything. You're just generally like working a muscle here, working the muscle there. And what a lot of people end up seeing because they're constantly changing it up is they're excited because of the, the variation of the workouts, but they're continually frustrated with the lack of growth in the areas they want to see. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's it just sometimes a boring workout plan is the best because it allows your body to get used to those movements. And when your body gets used to those movements, then you can really start adding the weight. And when you can add the weight and the intensity, you start seeing the results that you're looking for. And also you can pick what you want to shape. So mm -hmm. for women, most of us want that hourglass figure. Mm -hmm. So we're able to push more towards our shoulders to help create that, that wider on top and then more towards our glutes mm -hmm. and make our glutes bigger. That makes our waist look smaller. And by 
choosing a specific routine that really hones in on those body parts that you want to grow to look a certain way, it's really helpful. Yeah. And I love that too, because one of the measures of progress that we love to see with our clients is progress photos and measurements. Mm-hmm. And when I'm taking a tape measure to, let's say, the glutes, and I'm not seeing the progress that I'm looking to see, that's usually because it's a constantly varied workout where if we can target those muscles, like you're saying, mm-hmm. they're seeing the progress, which makes it even more exciting to continue on that workout plan. Absolutely. Yeah, I really like that one. Real quick, if you haven't already downloaded our Macros and Metabolism Makeover Guide, you're going to want to do that as soon as possible. It's a great resource to learn how to safely and sustainably lose fat and manage your weight on your own without any crazy detoxes or calorie restrictions. Visit our website at prettyhealthyfamily.com or check out the show notes to download it. Okay, back to the episode. I think it really ties into... Um, I'm going to throw you for a loop there because here, because I didn't plan for this one. Exercise (laughs) is exercise. That's what I used to think. As long as I'm moving my body, Mm. I'm, I'm checking the box for exercise and it's true for a certain individual. If you're just starting out, any movement is great movement, Mm -hmm. but at a certain point, you're going to have to niche down to the, either the aesthetic, the strength goals your goals, we're going to have to target those type of things. Mm -hmm. And I think it again goes back to some of the history I've had with, with CrossFit where the goal was performance based. Well, at the end of the year, I wanted to maybe run a better 5k. Well, we're not practicing that. So as a result of not niching down, into the specific areas I wanted to develop, Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to see the progress that I personally wanted to see. And I think it's important to note that while, yes, it is very helpful to niche down if you do have physique goals, but in the end, the goal is to move your body. So Mm -hmm. if you're just starting out, exercise is exercise in that sense. And you kind of touched on this. But so you do just want to get out, move your body, just try something, figure out what you like. And then at some point, yeah, you're going to have to, to, to make a choice as to what you want to improve, whether it's your physique or performance or getting stronger, running longer, whatever that is, and then focus on those goals. Yeah. And and it may not be an aesthetic goal. It may not be a performance goal. It may just be what you like doing. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we talk about different sorts of exercise, if you have a cardio only exercise plan, there's a lot of strength that you're going to need to just survive Mm -hmm. from a longevity standpoint that you're missing out on. If you only have strength goals and you're not really walking the 5,000, 10,000 steps or not even doing some type of jog at least once a week, then there's cardiovascular development you're not you're missing out on so there has to be a balance of cardiovascular and strength so yes at the beginning exercise is kind of exercise that gets you moving and you can start that that domino effect of getting into a routine but at a certain point we have to figure out the right plan for you for you to reach your goals right yeah so that's something i've changed my mind on 
<laughs> What's your number three? Uh, my number three is I used to believe that you needed to do, uh, I needed to lift light weights, uh, lift more light weights or do higher reps with lighter weights or do some sort of like Pilates or yoga in mm-hmm. order to have that quote unquote, I'm making air quotes here, toned look. But the reality is in order to get that toned look, it's nothing other than building muscle Mm -hmm. and how you build muscle is by lifting heavier weights. So if you want to look like a Pilates instructor, you need to have the genetics of a Pilates instructor. So if you don't have those genetics, it's going to be really hard for you to look like that person. But either way, whatever that Pilates instructor does, she probably has a low body fat percentage. Mm So, cause that's what you do. That's what you need to have in order to have that tone. Look, you need to build muscle by lifting weights as usually as heavy as possible and slowly increase and then have a low body fat percentage in order to show those muscles off. But I used to think that I needed to be lifting like these 10, 15 pound weights and doing maybe 15 reps, maybe even 20, 25 reps. Like it was even okay to be doing like like little toe raises over and over, like a hundred of them Mm -hmm. to work on your calves or things like that. When the reality is you can, like you were saying earlier, be in and out of the gym, lift those heavier weights and get far more results in a lot less time. And you're going to build a lot more muscle and look a lot leaner. Yeah. You can in many ways shape your body through diet and exercise, but genetics still play such a huge part. And What I often find in these Pilates circles, yoga circles, are certain people just gravitate towards certain movements because it fits their aesthetic, it fits their their body shape. So when you see all these people, maybe it it is Pilates, there's so many people who are like, oh, if you do Pilates, they all look like this. And what could be the, the common denominator in this is that certain people who have that body shape gravitate towards Pilates and not that Pilates will give you Mm -hmm. that. So go ahead. And I think that just because of the way things have been for like the last few decades too, when you think of someone who lifts weights in the gym, you think of a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. So there are more people who want that bodybuilder shape who are, who have that shape, that ability are in the gym lifting weights. Whereas if you, yeah, and I, I think I love where society has gone with women these days in that I am seeing more women at the squat rack. They're they're even doing a hip thrust, and you can see it in someone's face when they're trying to push the intensity with really heavy weights, where I don't feel like I saw that 10 years ago because I feel like there is this movement for women to go after the aesthetic that they want in the way that they feel is going to be the most effective for them Mm -hmm. and the way they enjoy it. And so it, it allows women to choose the path that works for them instead of just funneling everyone into that same, I guess if it was 1980s, that same Jane Fonda, (laughs) like step aerobics class. Um, So it just gives more people that flexibility to find the type of workout that works for them. And knowing that in the end, a, good training plan that pushes the intensity is probably going to give you the results you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like that ties a little bit into my last one, which is that if I wasn't sore, I didn't work the muscle hard enough. I believe this one too. (laughs) Yeah. So there's this thing called DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness, 
Um, I think that's the, the acronym for it, but I would do three different type of chest exercises to work out my chest. And if it wasn't sore the next day, I then thought I didn't do enough. I didn't do it in whether it was volume or intensity around that chest exercise. And as a result, I wasn't going to see the growth. I would do the same thing for my legs and, and so many other things. And especially now that I do a full body exercise or routine every day, I'm rarely sore and I'm seeing the growth and development that I've always wanted to see. And again, I'm not sore. So the soreness is actually what occurs when you're sore is you probably worked out too hard. (laughs) So a little bit of soreness is okay because that is that muscle tearing. But if you did a leg exercise and the next day you can't walk, then you went too hard. And that's extending yourself beyond your capabilities where if you would have scaled back just a little bit, you would have been able to see the muscle adaptation that you were looking for. You're, you're giving yourself a, an area where you can recover from that with nutrition and rest. And you can do a workout the next day. Because what I typically see is if my I destroyed my legs one day, I'm not going to the gym the next day or I'm not as, as, um, my knee goes down. So I'm walking less. My overall activity goes down because I'm just too sore in the end. If we zoom out, it's not good for overall health. Mm -hmm. Um, so muscle soreness is a very bad indicator of a successful workout. Yeah. I admit, I still struggle with that one. I like the, I like that, just that little bit of soreness that just says, oh, I know I, those muscles, they, they were torn just enough. <laughs> yeah. But, and, I, and I, and I think that's a great, um, observation is that little bit of soreness is good, but if it impedes your activity the next day, mm-hmm. then it is probably a little bit too much. And also, even though that little bit of soreness is good, it isn't necessary to see growth. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And it and goes back to those newer individuals you're probably going to see or experience a lot of muscle soreness because it's new. It's so new. And I remember, like you said, always having a new workout, you're probably sore a lot because you're always... Everything is new. (laughs) Everything is new every day. So we experience this soreness. We associate that with the muscle growth or the health that we want to see. But what oftentimes is it's not coming. Mm -hmm where a boring routine that you're doing the same week over and over, but not accumulating too much volume, just enough to see the muscle adaptation ends up being the best plan all the time. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. We love hearing your feedback and this is, gives us an opportunity to get into more ears and spread the message to nourish your body property, to help train your body in a way that you can get results and that is still healthy and sustainable. So yeah. And if you have any questions about how we can create a training plan for you that is customized for your goals and a nutrition plan that's customized for your goals, please reach out to us at prettyhealthyfamily.com. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. 
We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.